but uh, so I enrolled and uh, I, I, I was there the full four years. Okay, so you joined Alliance what year? 1993, February of 1993. February 1993. Yeah, about mid-February because I remember uh, the, the, the most kids enrolled uh, first or second week of February. Jan- of, February. Of, of February, yeah. Yeah, so form one's always reported in February, not mm. January. Okay. So we had a nice... Uh, a nice three, four month uh, break after KCP mm. uh, before we reported to high school. So did you feel, first and foremost, you've not joined, then now you've joined. Mm. Did you feel, um, and then this is the alliance, mm. uh, high school. So it's 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 not, it has a weight to it. The name of that school, the Massive, prestige yeah. of that school, the history of that school um, has, it comes with, wait and then on top of that you've got the brightest students across the country who have gotten into that school so like i want to hear about your experience of alliance Aye, and bossy, from an honest rough. perspective was it uh, just yani you know no so i i have to i've told everyone in, uh, close enough to me that uh, my alliance high school years were my toughest schooling years mm. uh, both in terms of competition uh, and also, uh, just in terms of general ease, uh, comfort, uh, you know. Yep. And unlike what most people imagine because of its reputation, the Alliance High School uh, had some really, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? It's okay, so maybe I would say it is relative. I can also appreciate that because mm-hmm. I was coming from Kilimani Junior Academy. Yeah. Where day school? Yeah, day now you're school. you're going to you know, low student-teacher ratio. Mm. And I, we had carpet in class. I mean, <laughs> I mean, uh, Kilimani Junior was 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 plush. And then you get to the Alliance High School, and you know, you're dealing with the best of the best. I have never felt so dumb in my life. <laughs> I I mean, that's the that's just a reality. Mm. I came from an environment where I was always top five. Uh, you know, ranked. Uh, in grades and academic performance, a school prefect uh, all three years in in Kilimani Junior. Um, you stood out. Yeah. You you you. I I was I was you know amongst the creme de la creme, <laughs> and then you get to Alliance and you're like boss. <laughs> you whatever you thought you are does not mean jack uh, in that environment. Uh, no kidding. I mean. I my class had 160 or so students. There were four streams. I was in form 1K, uh, and so you stay in the same stream up to form four, right? So from 1K, 2K, 3K, 4K, and these kids were bright, self-motivated. I mean, some kids it's like they taught themselves <laughs> and just waited for the teacher to come confirm they had taught themselves well. Well, I was still trying to understand what, what what was going on around me yeah it was it was rough and what was the quality of education in terms of the one-on-one not okay not one-on-one but the teacher quality so so you know so i'll speak from my own perspective yeah, obviously I mean, you can't speak from anyone i else's. mean the the teaching style was very different from my primary school experience especially in schools like ilimani junior academy because i think Without a doubt, the teachers at Alliance High School were also the best teachers nationally. Mm. Um, 
But their teaching style was one I felt that presumed you were you were clever enough yes. to figure it out. Because you're you're the best from mm. the nation, right? If you're here, you can't be having issues uh, understanding what, <laughs> what's going on. So the teaching style was very tough for, for guys like me. And you know, uh, two other guys uh, from Kilimani Junior made it to Alliance as well. Clarence Bricklin Ogada, <laughs> uh, <laughs> no surprise. And Ahmed Buika, mm -hmm. uh, dear, dear uh, friend of mine back in, I haven't seen him since primary, or since high, high school, school actually. Um, uh, we had a tough time. Uh, I think Clarence fared the best uh, of the three of us from Kilimani Junior. Mm. Um, it, it, was, it was a very difficult learning style. You had to be extremely self-motivated. There was no hand-holding. There was no grace to explain to you, you know, while other kids are moving on, you know, there's no time. Mm. Either you move as a herd or, or you, you get left uh, behind, you know. And it was brutal because all these guys knew they were sharp. They were sharp guys. Uh, so that made for a very, it was an intense environment, which was tough for me psychologically. It took me a long time to settle uh, into my academics uh, in Alliance High School. And even then, I didn't perform very well mm. in general. Yeah. And what and how was the shift from... So there's a lot of transitions. First of all, there's the educational transition that you're going through mm. uh, in terms of a learning style. But there's also the um, independence in terms of becoming a man. You're no longer being... Uh, handheld here you're making you know you are i was going to say making your own bed but that's that's not even what i meant i meant you're becoming <laughs> a man and you're being thrown into an environment where you have to depend on yourself for survival you're in boarding yeah there's I mean, bullying there's or is there bullying in that in, in a school proper, like that? i mean alliance high school was uh in my view the worst so the bullying was was more psychological than physical yeah i mean I'll, it doesn't take much for bright kids to figure out how to screw with you psychologically, right? <laughs> Psychological warfare is, 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 is a given at the Alliance High School, at least in my day. Mm. Um, I mean, first of all, you're, you're the youngest as a Form 1. I mean, the Form 4s seem like grown men in my, in my, in my view. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Thank God, you know, it was after Form 6 uh, system, oh, right? Oh, so I imagine uh, the Form 6. proper babas. <laughs> uh, but it was intimidating in, in that sense. And they knew how to screw with your head. And, and the, 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 the administration, the school's administration, understood that this was a tradition so mm. they wouldn't intervene mm. unless it, it went over overboard like physical abuse yeah uh but even when there was physical abuse it hardly ever got to the administration like there was an understanding that you know we tough deal, enough yeah you tough enough we deal with things amongst ourselves there's no you know being crybaby uh <laughs> to go tell the, the teachers unless they got wind of it somehow mm. so it was really rough man yeah, for me particularly uh I, I reported to school on a thursday uh sorry it was a tuesday tuesday uh morning and the next the, the next saturday the very first weekend my parents came to visit with my sisters because when i left home my sisters were in school so i never got to say goodbye mm. so they brought my sisters with them on saturday for visiting day and they they i could tell from their faces 
they were disturbed at my appearance. I had lost so much weight in just the four days. They were concerned I wasn't eating. It's not that I wasn't eating, I was eating. It was just, it was a rough environment. So psychologically, it took its toll on me. Um, fortunately, at some point, I found grace uh, with my dorm prefect, uh, a gentleman uh, today, his name is uh, Albert Kukubo. Mm. He was a long, lanky guy. He looked like he was eight foot tall. <laughs> <laughs> a skinny guy, basketball player, was in was in a boy boy band, uh, choir, mm. one of the brightest in school. Um, he, for some reason, he took a liking to me, and he shielded me from a lot of the psychological bullying mm. uh, from my second term there. Oh, second term, that's good. Yeah, from my second term. Uh, so it, it, it started to settle. He made me his T-boy. Mm. Uh, so, you know, the top prefects had a tradition of having tea boys uh, or, or milk boys, if you will. So our job was to make tea for them whenever they were studying, clean up their study areas. You're basically like a personal assistant. <laughs> but that meant, paid. Yeah, of course. <laughs> but that sort of gave you some sort of cover. Mm. You know, guys you knew, like you power. couldn't screw with this guy too much because then, you know, the cops would, would come landing down on you. So that covered me for a while until I was in, in form two and out of the hazing phase. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so how, what, uh, from, a, from a more positive perspective, yeah. how was Alliance for you? What, what do you think it instilled in you? Discipline, man. Uh, discipline. There was this overarching theme constantly where you understood you are part of a greater cause. Mm. Everyone understood that. I mean, I remember in the school hall, first time I was in the school hall, we have these, what we call honor boards lining the walls. And, you know, it contained the list of house captains, uh, you know, the, the senior prefects from ooh, 1930s, probably 1940s. And you couldn't help notice legacies. You'd see certain names appear mm. across the generations. Uh, and that was, that did something to us psychologically you understood you're part of something that started way before you existed mm. and will probably outlast you and you need to do your part you need to play your role in this legacy building i mean they did a really good job of teaching us our history the school history because for the first several weeks as a form one uh, uh, when you were given uniform you got everything except the tie mm -hmm. so on you know on any day you're in school, you can easily identify the form ones because yes. they're the guys running around without ties. <laughs> and to get a tie, you had to pass a tie test. And the tie test was basically uh, on the school's history. Who founded the school? Nice. Who was the first student? Who were the most remarkable, notable students? Who were, who were the uh, principals from founding till now? How many, you know, it, the trivia slang including you know lingo so they they programmed you to the alliance high culture. school culture ah, that's so perfect um, and this test could be administered at any time or there's a certain time no those are those are prescribed time uh -huh. um usually we didn't know exactly when we were just told like a few days before so you constantly had to be ready so i remember after class between tea breaks and 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 cross country and sporting events 
uh, for ones you'd often find them in class or on their beds studying history. And the history notes had to be provided to you by your guardian, your, your Form 2 student who was assigned you as your guardian to orient you to the school and its culture and, and everything. That's so beautiful. Yeah, so we were grilled constantly by our, our guardians in, in the so dorm. So each student had their own guardian? Yes, every student had an assignment. Can you remember your, your, the name of your guardian? I had two uh, because the first dorm I, I was uh, introduced to was uh, Dorm 7 in Agri House. Uh, dorm 7, um, uh, there was this uh, uh, Form 2, I forget his name now. Um, he was my guardian for, I think, four weeks. Mm. Uh, not a very good one either. <laughs> uh, he didn't pay me any attention because I came two weeks late. Anyway, uh -huh. So I was treated like a second rate Form 1, mm. you know. Um, and then I got assigned a, a different guardian, a gentleman called Eric Mbaya. Was that by choice? Not Eric, Martin Mbaya. Did you Eric go and ask for a different guardian? I did, yeah. I did because it was becoming obvious I wasn't up to speed with the school history and the trivia and the culture and, and so mm. on. Uh, I didn't even have my own book to study. You know, I was, I was borrowing notes from others and, and taking my own notes. And so I was assigned uh, Martin Bayer. So Martin actually had two form ones. He was, he was a guardian too. Nice. Uh, I was the second. And um, I bumped into him uh, a few, a couple weeks back. Uh, our kids happen to go to the same school. <laughs> That's crazy. Uh, oh, just a note, by the way, I didn't throw this in your intro, but you're a husband to one, and you're yeah. also um, a father of three. Yes. Yes. Uh, I am uh, privileged to be so. Um, uh, that's a whole other journey bites. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and we'll get there. That's why I love this city. We have time. So, okay. yeah. so Martin Bayer, you bumped into yeah, him. Yeah, Martin, Martin. Uh, so anyway, bumping into him took me back uh, to those days. And he was a kind soul. Martin, uh, honestly, I haven't met many human beings of, of that quality. He was, he was a kind, a gentle soul. He was the only form two. Actually, he was one of only two Form 2s. The other was uh, um, Christopher Musangi. Mm. Um, he was the only Form 2 who never hazed. I never saw him abuse a Form 1, ever. Mm. He was a decent soul. Um, and he was kind to me. He helped me as much as he could. And then I was moved. I was moved to Dorm 6 which is famous in Alliance High School for being the lowest altitude dormitory uh, near the fence uh, close to the girls' high school. <laughs> uh, in the middle of trees and everything. Um, and then I was assigned a different, uh, I was assigned a different guardian. Mm. So it, it was interesting just being, being bounced around until I settled. Yeah. And so I spent the rest of my time at Alliance High School being a, a member of Dorm 6. Okay, let me ask you. There's this, and, and I'm sort of understanding that pride in I went to Alliance. That that's out there. The narrative that's out there. Yeah. Um, I'm also understanding, and I, and a lot of it comes to just the the way you're instilled into the school, the way you're introduced, inducted into the school, uh, which I think is brilliant because it starts with history. I think the importance, even in CTA, the reason why I ask you about your upbringing. History, understand your history yeah it plays such a huge important part in when does, the conversation yeah. 
progresses later on absolutely has i just interviewed captain chris karaoke and one of the things that he talks about is how he went to lenana and during his time a lot of people flew out mm. and therefore he doesn't have that peer to peer relation with with his peers people yeah. he went to school with yeah. in terms of they're not in government offices they're not in in places has the, been an alliance alumni how has that been post like now in your adulthood post alliance i mean I, same experience you know i'm part of that generation where everyone flew out it felt like mm. everyone left for the us canada uh london or australia yeah for school so we lost touch with each other um you know for instance my doormates uh whom i felt we had a really a warm relationship uh with each other even the lower classes i haven't had much interaction with them and of course as life happens as you become men and yep. grow you know interest change you don't have as much in common mm. anymore and you haven't been in touch with each other it's difficult to reconnect but you know a, a few years back um we had our 20th uh, uh anniversary sort of get together 20 years since we left high school mm. uh 2016 where i'd say maybe maybe close to 100 of the guys showed up yo uh and so for the first time in 20 years you're meeting the guys you in who you were in the trenches <laughs> with and of course now we have the whatsapp group oh nice very active uh so was that whatsapp group formed as part of that yes it was formed specifically to trace guys where is whoever what happened to and whoever and it's specific to your year yes class of 96 only mm. i mean there's a larger group for the school in general yes i think they call it a bushfire uh but every every class as far as i know now every class has its own whatsapp group nice and it's all coordinated with the uh with the old boys club yeah. who then know how to disseminate information and bring guys together for a common cause okay so it's it's been interesting because uh unsurprisingly a lot of guys are all over the world being the best at whatever they're doing <laughs> exactly. uh, I, i mean, mean you're an alliance student in government you're an alliance student in every arm of government in every arm of business uh, my god i mean if i gave you if i gave you just a cursory list of just uh, take local blue chip companies mm. it's disturbing um, um so the most notable one for me is class of 94 uh who Even Julian Kuler who have interviewed here mm. was a member of, was part of the yeah, alliance yeah Julian was uh was a prefect so everyone below him remembers <laughs> remembers him uh, and you were below him of course yeah he was in the neighboring uh uh house i think he was in Wilberforce house which neighbored Agri house and uh and uh i remember when he rose we call it ascending uh, he rose to become a prefect <laughs> Uh, uh so you know he's a memorable guy because he was also he was also gentle back then he was like the chilled quiet guy we sort of had a sense he was he was from an affluent family just because of the way he carried himself mm. uh uh but you know his class for instance you talk about Julian Kula Edwin Dande of Saiton mm. James Uh, Mwangi of uh, of Centum 
I mean, the list goes on and on. Yo. Same class. You talk of the other James Mwangi of uh, Dalberg, head of Dalberg. Global. Yes. Yeah. You talk about the NCBA. Edwin, Edwin Masharia, who is head of, I think Edwin has taken over from James as head of Dalberg. Yep. If yep. my memory serves me right. Same class. Uh, <laughs> it's it's insane. Yeah. It's insane. So when so you when you look at when you look at uh, life in general, the Alliance High School did its job. Um, yep. And I I would say maybe it's not as felt as one might expect, um, and there's probably different reasons for that. But I, in, I, I do know of several groupings of Alliance High School alumni who do life together. Mm. They're investing in each other's businesses. Uh, they are contributing to society together. And that all stems from that hard, you know, uh, cultivation of the culture. And our, our, our slogan was strong to serve. Mm. Those three words have stuck with every member of the Alliance. I mean, I meet 80-year-olds today who went to Alliance High School and we speak the same language. Yo, it's amazing how how much of the Alliance DNA was instilled in you and still stuck sticks with you till today. Yeah, uh, even when we were not aware. Yes. You know, it's, it's part of what happens to you uh, as you're growing up especially and you're part of an environment, a culture, a way of thinking mm -hmm. and doing things, it gets into you. You get marinated in that. And even subconsciously, there's bits of that that you carry along with you for the rest of your life. I'll give you an example of something like your timing. So, so Lo, you're one person who I know will always be on time. So even like today coming for the shoot, I was just like telling Derek, listen, time <laughs> is a factor <laughs> to consider. <laughs> Yes, and 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 as ba uh, and that's unique. I, I mean, you know what they say about Africans and African. In fact, they call it African timing. So the whole discipline factor um, in how you do business, in how you do life, in how you do different things. I think. Are you trying to tell me a bit of it? Of course, was instilled at this time. Yeah, I mean, one of the things that haunts me today, if I hear a church bell, those big bells gonging, <laughs> takes me right back to Alliance High School. That thing rang on time every day. <laughs> and it was being rung by another human being. Uh, you know, the bell ringers, yep. uh, the timekeepers, uh, usually they were form twos, mm. uh, were given the responsibility to ring the bells between classes to yep. s uh, for break, wake up time. I mean, you could not, you could not muck around with time. And, and that carries through. I know some of us lost it along the way because we got into environments where it wasn't as regimented. But unfortunately for me, I ended up in the US where uh, yeah, know, it's I even worked in environments crazy. where, you know, you, you were not on time, you missed your opportunity, you missed the bus, uh, you got fired. My last place of employment, if you're not in the office by 6.45 a.m., you're told just, even if it's like 6.45 and 6 seconds, you told, don't touch that door, turn around, go back home. Oh, dude, hold on. Okay. Yeah. That, that's a nice uh, precursor to what's coming. Yeah. So let's transition then now out of this um, period of alliance. And let's now begin talking about what, what happens next. How do you do in your case CPE? 
KCSE. KCSE, sorry. Yeah, Kenya Certificate of Secondary Education. Yes. I scored a B plus. Mm. Um, to Alliance, that's a fail. I know it sounds crazy, but Alliance is... Yes. But a B plus is amazing in life. Um, yes, I, I think it depends. It depends on, on what you do with it. I mean, just because you perform well in academics does not necessarily translate to success in life. I, I fully agree. In fact, let me ask you, at, in, 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 at this time of high school, do you have an idea of this is what I want to be in life? This is the direction that I'm looking at pursuing in life. Yes, it was very clear to me that I wanted to be an architect uh, right from Alliance mm. High School. One of the subjects I gravitated to was drawing and design. Aha. was one of the optional choices and very few students took that one up because you had to be gifted in a sense with uh, art, the arts. You had to be interested in the technicalities around design. Mm. Uh, I think we were a total of maybe 10 or 12 students Whoa. Uh, for drawing and design in terms of sitting the KCSE exam. And I was only one of two straight A's uh, at drawing and design. So despite Again, I can't believe I'm saying B+. Any other school, I'd be like... But just because of Alliance, uh, the expectation, you know what I mean? But you're saying yeah. you, you, you gravitated towards the creative design. Towards yes, for I, architecture. To the and arts, you were, yeah. Yeah, and you were pretty excellent at it. I was, I was always good with drawing. I mean, my mom, my mom used to keep drawings. Uh, I, I did as a four-year-old that she used to take to my grandma's gifts when she went to visit her mm. and she said from a very young age i was able to draw people i drew a big circle you know typical child drawing mm. round the bodies round yeah. two eyes <laughs> nose mouth legs and feet and to her that was remarkable um and i think it runs in the family uh at least with with my siblings mm. and so i was always i always had an affinity for the arts and, and the creative space. So, you know, I, I think being being in the Alliance High School, it was automatic, therefore, that I would gravitate more towards a technical art mm. as opposed to just the free-spirited art side. Mm. Because there was heavy emphasis on, on the professional field. Yes. Yeah, doctors, engineers, whatever. So, since I like art, the closest thing I can do to that is architecture because uh -huh. I'm still creative and there's a technical side to it. And I did enjoy that process. I still do. Hmm. Uh, and, and that's actually what I ended up studying in college. Okay. So you, you're, you're, of course, gravitating towards the technical. For, for people who may not understand that, we're talking about rather than just be somebody who draws somebody, which is a skill on its own, you are looking towards the architectural yes. direction. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Design. Uh, design. Mm. So... You finish, you get a B plus. What year is this? This was nineteen ninety six. Um, and then now what? Where you, where are you looking at going to university? I uh, mean, so we were waiting for placements, but I scored too low for architecture. Yo. Yeah, locally. 